1: 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This is Make
0: It M I P. With my Massimilia Matsumo. My Mark Thompson. Make It kind. Get Woke. Total Tony Browder for the entire month of February, African American History Month, Black History Month, founding director of IKG Cultural Resources, director of the ASA Restoration Project, over 30 archaeological missions to Egypt, Kemet since 2008 nine he's our resident expert for this black history month as we talk about uh egypt in antiquity we talk about kemet the land of our ancestors welcome back brother hey glad to be back glad to see and, you and glad you're spending the the month with us um so want to stay on on this concept of the Necheru a little while longer uh, well, I mean, it, it's ubiquitous, so we'll never really leave it, but want to hone in on another aspect of this. The Greeks had something, they had Greek gods, right? Yeah, absolutely. Do we find, or shall we say that the, the genesis of those images and likenesses was born out of ancient kemet as well is that something they discovered in ancient kemet and then fashioned it to to fit their culture uh absolutely
1: that is one of the hallmarks of cultural appropriators they take something that someone else has that they admire and they will absorb it into their culture modify it slightly and present it to their people as their own creation so we know that the days of the week Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the days of the week that we use in this society were named after Greek gods and Norish gods. Um, like Thursdays is Thor's day, Wednesday is Woden's day. Um, but uh, prior to that, the days of the week were named after Roman gods. Uh, Tuesday was, I believe Tuesday was named in honor of of Mars, the God of war. I think Wednesday was was Venus. So uh, each of the gods ruled over one of the seven days of the week. The Romans got that tradition from the Greeks who had their God's names for the same days of the weeks. The Greeks got that from the Chemites. So this cultural appropriation is something that has been going on for thousands of years. And you really have to do a deep dive to get to the roots or the origins of many of the things that we accept as just commonplace, commonplace practices in America. Their their origins can be traced back to Europe and then through Europe ultimately back to Africa in some shape or form.
0: Were there any similar characteristics between those Greek and Roman gods and the characteristics of the Kemetic Neturu? Okay, let me give you a, a brilliant example. Um,
1: Hermes, the Greek God of wisdom, carried a staff that was known as the staff of Hermes. And today being, um, uh, well, February the 14th being Valentine's Day, many people recognize the symbol of Hermes as the FTD man. Um, It's a man with a hat, with wings on the hat and wings on his feet. Um, So that's Hermes, the messenger of the gods. Hermes was known to the Romans as Mercury, same figure, same attributes, everything. Hermes and, and Mercury were derived from the comedic nature Jehuti, who represented the process of divine speech, writing, science, astronomy, and mathematics. To get, take it a step further, um, The staff that Hermes holds in his hands is called the staff of Hermes or the caduceus. And what it is, is a staff with wings at the top and two serpents intertwined around the staff. That symbol has come down to modern man as a symbol of medicine. So that symbol of the staff with the the serpent entwined around it, that same symbol can be found in one of the oldest existing temples in Egypt today, the Temple of Abidos, built by Seti I and completed by his son, Ramesses II. And you see Jehuti holding two staffs, and each staff has entwined around it one cobra, one serpent, and one staff has the crown of upper Kemet, the other one has the crown of lower Kemet, So Jehudi is holding these stabs in his left hand and in his right hand, he is holding to the nostrils of the king Seti, the Ankh, which is uh, the precursor to the cross, which is the symbol of life. So symbolically, we see Jehudi, goddess of wisdom, god of wisdom and writing, holding these implements of power, representing upper and lower Egypt in his left hand, which is the feminine side that represents uh, one who is receiving information and he's holding the ankh in his right hand to the nostrils of the king giving this life and power and energy to the king so that he can rule kemet as a legitimate heir to to the throne and ruler of the two lands upper and lower kemet wow you know uh, and and along the same line now you know um the rx symbol for for pharmacy that rx symbol was introduced into um Greek society by the Roman physician Galen, who had a habit of writing prescriptions for his patients and then ending the prescription with a a sign from Medunetra, from Egyptian hieroglyphics. So specifically, the symbol that he used was similar to this necklace that I'm wearing, the the eye of Heru. Um, And it's the left eye that looks like that RX symbol so, you know, one of the hallmarks of the work that I've been doing is interpreting modern imagery and taking it back to its African roots, back to its Nile Valley roots. And it's a very easy thing to do if you understand the prototype, the original source material.
0: Well, s- since you brought it up, I was getting to that. L- let's talk about the eye of Heru, if you will. Sure. Right? And, and, and how that manifests in terms of modern day imagery, if you don't mind.
1: Sure. Well, the eye of Heru was considered to be the right eye of Heru. Heru Heru was depicted as a falcon, and a falcon possesses keen vision. Uh, The eye of Heru was also associated with the sun, the source of the creator, because the sun, Heru flying in the heavens, can look down on the earth and see everything that's happening on the earth below. So we find that same imagery was used by CBS in the creation of their logo, the CBS Eye which I understand I understood from a colleague of mine who worked at NBC, that it was a brother who designed that, that logo and never got credit for it. We also find, um, this is like history fact, we also find um, the similar use as the I in the logo for HBO. The O in HBO is an I. So again, it's, it symbolizes the ubiquitous presence of the camera which is representative of the ubiquitous presence of the eye of God who sees everything on the earth below and monitors all of our actions.
0: More MIP after this message. Talk to us though about the significance of, of Haru's eye itself and how, as, and, and as opposed to any other eye, right? I mean, we don't really t- focus on the eye of, of any other of the Netcheru or or we
1: Well, Heru was important because Heru was the son of Asar and Aset. Uh, Asar was murdered by his brother. Aset conceived her son Heru after she resurrected her husband. Um, and so Heru was born with a specific purpose. And that purpose was to reclaim the throne of his father. Um, and, and, and let me just kind of lay out this story so that you can see aspects of the story that may sound quite familiar with us. When Heru was born, uh, he was said to have been born um, um, in, in, in a, in a manger like environment. And because Set who had usurped the throne of his father had heard uh, angels pronounce the birth of the son of Heru who Set saw as a threat. So he sent his soldiers out to murder the firstborn son of Asar, And set was said to have hidden him among the bulrushes. So there's an image in the temple of Phalae, which was the last temple that the Romans closed as they sought to suppress this African knowledge. Uh, it is a temple dedicated to Isis, which is the Greek name for Asset. There is a scene in one of the rooms of her temple where you see Asset hiding her son among the bulrushes, right? So Heru then was prepared for his life's work, which was to do battle against his uncle Set and reclaim his father's throne. So Heru was depicted as a falcon. A falcon represents the sun, the S-U-N, and the son, the S-O-N. And the eye of Heru, according to uh, uh, the Greek version of the story, as Heru as an adult was battling Set, uh, Set tore out his eye. And his eye was then magically repaired by Jehuti so that he could complete this work and fulfill his destiny. So that eye of Heru is considered to be a sacred symbol of protection, protection uh, by God Almighty and protection of the people of Kemet from the forces of Isfet, confusion and evil.
0: And yes, that story, a lot of that does sound awfully familiar if you all are paying close attention it sounds familiar with the story of christ not to mention uh even before that the in the old testament uh cain and abel the betrayal of 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 cain by abel and then the betrayal of assar by seti now but here's the other thing that's important about that and and heru and for those of you trying to keep up now we're talking about you know, who was popularly known as Horus in terms of the Greek interpretation. Heru, the son- and
1: from the word Heru, H-E-R-U, that we have derived the word hero.
0: Yeah. And have, do we not, is the word Jerusalem? Well. Can I say uh, that? Maybe uh, I
1: should. Finch has <laughs> made that correlation. <laughs> Finch and others have made that
0: correlation. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the peace of Heru. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm just putting it out there for folks. Um, Charles Finch, yes, we appreciate him as well. Lift up his name. Now, you mentioned though, this is very important. Heru being hidden as a child in the bulrushes in Egypt. The Bible says Jesus was... And if you're if you speak, el español is Jesus. By the way, Heru Jesus, yes. mm-hmm. that Jesus was hidden. He his family hid him, and they said they hid him in Greece, or in France, or all these other way. or Russia, they hid Jesus in Egypt. All right, now Tony, it's getting a little close to home now. Help us, help us out with that.
1: Um, there is a <laughs> famous painting. I believe the artist's name is Edwin Long, but there's a famous painting of Mary, Joseph and Jesus arriving into Egypt. And what's so significant about this painting is if you have an understanding of comedic history and comedic iconography, this picture tells you everything that you need to know. So here we have uh, Mary and Jesus riding on a donkey Joseph is leading the donkey, and there is a procession. They're coming upon a procession of Greek priests. So we have to remember the time frame. So Jesus was born around the year zero, so coming into Egypt. So Egypt at that time was ruled by the Ptolemies, was ruled by the Greeks. So as they are now coming into Egypt, you see a group of Greek priestesses in a ceremony honoring Isis. So you see Isis um, carrying her baby Heru coming towards Mary and she's holding her baby Jesus. So the imagery, man, is is stark. It's right there in front of your face. And they're saying that the, the, the artist who created this painting is saying that Mary, Joseph, and Jesus are coming into Africa to meet the original prototype. Of their story, I can find where, that image and I'll, I'll send it to you so you can share I mean, it with your audience. Where is this painting again? Oh, where is well, it? no, it's not in the book. I didn't find that out until after the book. No, I know it's
0: not in the book, but but you said, well, where is it?
1: Uh, well, hold on. Let me do a quick search. Uh E d w i n l o n. I'll be curious. I mean,
0: is it is it is it hanging somewhere or what? Oh
1: yeah 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 yeah. Let me do a real quick search while I have you here. And see if I can find that. And my webpage is moving real slow, but it is in a museum. I believe Long was a British painter, uh, uh, Edward Long, British artist. Let's see here. Let's see. And folks, as, as,
0: as Tony's looking that up, we invite you to check out Nile Valley Contributions to uh, mm-hmm. Civilization, which is his book and also the Browder Files. Mm -hmm. More MIP after this message.
1: Yeah, I have it here. Edwin Long is a British artist, lived 1829 to 1891. He is a uh, painting of British history, um, uh, portraits, as well as uh, biblical scenes. So that painting is referred to as the uh, flight from, let's see, the flight uh, into Egypt. So Edwin Long flight into Egypt and you will see, <laughs> you will see Mary, Joseph and Jesus coming into Egypt and walking past a procession of Egyptian priests and priestesses honoring Aset and her son, Heru, Amazing. or Amazing. Isis and Horus. Amazing. I'm going to uh, text this to you right now. Okay. So you'll have it.
0: Yeah, I want to. I want to see that. Thank you. Now, back to the eye of Heru. We're talking. We were speaking of. Was it Heru's left eye or right eye?
1: It was the right eye. The right eye, Heru, represents the sun, and the left eye is associated with Jehuti and represents the moon.
0: Okay. Okay. But but the but the left eye. When we refer to that, is are we still saying that that is the left eye of Haru or the left eye? No,
1: it's called the eye of Jahuti.
0: The eye of Jahuti. That's what I thought. Okay. Mm -hmm. And 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 that's, um, uh, um, the the um, I'm looking in the book, and and Mm -hmm. this might be a little complicated. Um, the there there was. If, 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 am I, am I reading this correctly that even the imagery of the eye was associated um or or defined the passage of time and and the lunar season am I, am I reading that correctly?
1: Uh, yeah well there's a there's a couple of things now uh jehuti and his wife Sashet were both associated with astronomy. Um, Jehuti specifically represents the moon and the phases of the moon. And we also find, and, and this is on page 127 in my book, Now Valley Contributions to Civilization. We also find that the components that comprise uh, the left eye, the eye associated with, um, with Jehuti, uh, because a moon, the moon symbolizes um, a, a specific cycle of time. Uh, typically 28 or 30 days, right? Which is the phase of the moon is every 28 days. And it just so happens um, the time frame, average time frame of a woman's cycle is 28 days. So these ideas of, of, of the ancients seeing a correlation between the appearance or disappearance of specific celestial bodies in the heavens and corresponding activities on the earth. That is why this imagery was created. So we have the various components of the eye of Jehuti give us um, fractions, one-half, one-quarter, one-eighth, one-sixteenth, one-sixteenth, one-sixty-fourth, one-thirty-second. So these same, and again, Jehuti was associated with math, science, and astronomy. So as we drill down into these symbolisms and these symbols, we we can see that they were associated with specific personalities, who were associated with specific skills, science, and human abilities.
0: And, and just to close out the, the the Greek and the Roman piece, Greece and Rome shared Apollo, and to Kemp that was the imagery of Heru, the son of right, God, also of God. associated with light mm-hmm. in the sun. So exactly so. And so,
1: along the same line, brother, along the same line, since we're talking about imagery, and and I'm my former training is in graphic design and advertising, right? So uh, I mentioned before in an earlier podcast that the the depiction of of Maat is the first depiction of a human being with wings, an angel. So the idea, if you look at the early Greek images of Apollo, Apollo uh, represented the sun, right? Uh, the son of of, of 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 Jupiter, the king of the gods. So you always see um a ray, uh halo of light around him, and you sometimes see the rays of sun emanating from his head. That's the origin of the halo, right? That's an indication of the son of God that goes back to Heru.
0: And I know I'm skipping around, but folks, Jesus hiding in in his family, hiding in Egypt, always um. Uh, exegete when I preach um, that white folks can't hide in a black land. There you go. So I'm about to understand that now. So just y'all sleep on that <laughs> until tomorrow. Well,
1: maybe folk, folk have been sleeping on it too long. They need to wake up. Yeah, they need to wake up. what has been in front of their faces all along?
0: They need to wake up. Um, ikg-info.com, restorationproject.com. Tony Browder, every day with us during this African-American History Month. Thanks once again, Tony. Talk to you all. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. Please remember to listen, like, and wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five-star rating, and please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been Made Plain.